Welcome back to the Speedy Arrowcast, everybody. I am your co-host, Dan Morin. And this week, I've assembled an initiative, a ghost initiative, of the most <laughs> dangerous podcasters out there. Guy English is here. I don't feel that dangerous. <laughs> I, thought, I thought maybe he was doing a ghost thing, like... where he's just like, I'm not going to say anything. No, I did. But I mean, I think my superpower is uh, Pregnant Pause. <laughs> pregnant Pause is a terrible DC also, comics and that's, villain. And, yeah. and not, not coincidentally, that's the name that Cisco gave you. <laughs> yeah. John Moltz, also here. Hi, John. Hi. Um, I do not have a bomb in my head, but it kind of feels like I do because I have a terrible cold, so I apologize. Uh, well, uh, Curtis has gotten up to some hijinks with your head, possibly. Spoilers. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so many hijinks in this, uh, this episode. There, there are hijink full. I would say. Yes. Uh, we are here to talk about Arrow, Season 7, Episode 10, entitled Past Sins of the Father. <laughs> it's literally, literally an episode that I think they called Past Sins in part it because is the most generic. they could yeah. not call it Sins of the Father because they've already used that twice, <laughs> and yet that would accurately describe this episode. Re-Sins of the Father. Sins of the so the funny thing is, is like if you just rolled over from the end of the last episode that we recorded... It's a week later, and we are still riffing on past sins as a joke. Because <laughs> it's not great. We, yeah, yeah. We went on it at the end of the last episode. Still going. Yeah, no. But it was funny how apl- applicable sins of the father would be. Like if you called that, you know, if you gave that title to this episode, it's just a better name. Yeah, but, I mean, it is a better name. But they've already they've already gone to that well twice. It's hard to go a third time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, so guy. I think you have volunteered as tribute. So please take it away. I have volunteered as if I was on the Suicide Squad. Um, <laughs> suicide Step one. Got one. Suicide Squad. Squ- uh, Su- yeah, yeah, it gets cut off, of course. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, right off the bat, take care of some business. Uh, the sponsor is uh, Channel 52 and the Star City Star News team. Rich Cannon, every weeknight at 9 p.m. for softball. Even when beaten to within an inch of his life and with a face definitely not fit for television, Rich Cannon can be trusted to ask the softball questions. <laughs> He's got a name for television, though. He does. Rich uh, Cannon. I'm Rich, rich Cannon. cannon. Yeah. But this show has a Rich Cannon. Yes. And our secondary sponsor is uh, Star, City, Star City Electrical for shockingly good service. <laughs> 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 waka waka. <laughs> I learned all my jokes from Fozzie Bear. <laughs> Um, anyway, let's roll with the recap. Uh, so we start with a studio interview with Ollie and Laurel, where they talk about being masked vigilantes. Ollie recalls his conversation with uh, Emiko and promises her that he'll try to make things right. Given a, a softball question uh, that gives him an opportunity to admit that his father had killed his bodyguard on the boat, Ollie doesn't take it, but does look sad. The conversation with Emiko does not go well, and she leaves saying that she has no family. Argus is recruiting a new suicide ghost comprised of China White, Slaughter Slade, Cupid, and Richard Dragon. Uh, Curtis isn't too jazzed about the idea, but Dig orders him to go along with it. On a girl's night out with Felicity, Laurel runs into someone she thinks is a bad guy from Earth 2. Throughout the episode, she finds creepy, threatening notes in her office and on her car. So she teams up with Felicity, and with a dose of dynamite, they girl power it up. Turns out, he's not a stalker from Earth 2. On Earth 2, he is the man who drove drunk and killed her father. R.I.P. Earth 2 question. That stinks. That guy's dying all over the place. Um, Turns out he's just a regular stalker and an anti-vigilante jackass, and so that's the end of their story. But uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> Laurel does look great in that scarf on Earth, too. Though. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's that's right. a, it's a very good look. I love it. Um, honestly, that was a fun little B-side story. I'm not making fun of it. It's just pretty contained. It's Yeah, right. Or really is it? Well, sure. That's no, right. it's leading it. We'll talk about it. But yeah, it's doing other stuff, but it's relatively easy to just explain yeah, what happened. Yeah. Uh, back at the precinct, a mysterious electrical man has kidnapped uh, the Channel 52 interviewer, Rick Cannon, and calls Ollie a fraud and a liar. He wants Ollie to quit the SCPD. So they track him down to an old building and save uh, Rick Cannon from certain death just in the nick of time. After a brief encounter, they realize that the kidnapper is the son of David Parker, Sam Parker. So, David Parker. David Hackett. Dave, Hackett. What? Hackett. Why am I saying Parker? I don't know, man. Uh, how much did, <laughs> did you have to drink? <laughs> Not that much. Not enough that I got Parker at us. Anyway, whatever. His uh, so Uncle I watched... Ben Parker was killed, and <laughs> maybe that's he what decided that with great something electricity comes great <laughs> uh, power. Wait, <laughs> did you guys watch power. the same? Do you guys watch the same episode? Because Peter Porker shows up like about halfway through. Is that, is that the one you guys were watching? Uh, mine just had Spider-Man Noir in it. I don't really know. You're watching the, the Earth 2 episode. I guess so. I don't know. I honestly don't know where I got Parker. Anyway, David Hackett. Uh, Dave Hackett was uh, Ollie's dad's bodyguard. And he made it to the boat and Ollie's dad shot him. Somehow, Sam got, uh, Sam got hold of the uh, psychiatric records and the unredacted notes. Uh, and knows that uh, his father was murdered by Ollie's dad. I don't... Was I missing something about how those notes got revealed? Uh, they mentioned that there was a redacted copy that was sent to, like, the press, but that the full version was sent to the DA, but they don't oh. explain how he got it from the DA. Okay. Right. I thought I might have missed a step in there, but okay. no. So, something is afoot, and people are getting threatening notes, so... Could be yeah. a plot point or could be something they just glossed over. Hard to tell. At this yeah, point. yeah. Could yeah, be, right. Yeah, could just be like, doesn't matter who got them. Yeah. Anyway, meanwhile, in Argus, uh, Curtis runs a VR scam on the members of Suicide Ghost and gets Ricardo Dragon to reveal his connection to the bad guy. So in the VR campaign, they sort of uh, break out of their restraints and it's virtual fighter, virtual fighter, virtual fighter, <laughs> ending with the death of Curtis uh, just before the Matrix is revealed. Uh, when Sam attacks his precinct, he manages to take uh, them all hostage using some kind of static vest. Sam captures three cops out back in Murder Alley and wired them up in front of him like a reindeer. The situation resol is resolved when Ollie admits the failings of his father, his own failings, and then Dinah shuts down the power by turning it back on. And it somehow turns off the static vest. Why the cops didn't just shoot the bad guy is left as an exercise for the viewer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty willing to just, oh, maybe we'll shoot Ollie, but I, yeah, right, right. I guess they assumed that like if they shot him, he'd kill some kind of buddies. dead man switch. Yeah. Yeah. Like these days, yeah, these days the dead man switch is implied, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is pretty it's funny. Though, it's, like, it's such a it's such a trope now that it's like you don't even mention you don't it. Anymore. Be, yeah. Well, you want to be careful. You don't know what that guy's got. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I would want to be careful to the extent of maybe not shooting. And anyway, whatever. Uh, it was only that one dude who was basically a rookie. And he, and he didn't uh, do it. 
Yeah, and he, he didn't got, do it, right? Yeah, he, he did stared, the right thing. He did the right thing. Good he job, stared, rookie. Stared down by Ollie and his faith is in humanity. Uh, Dig is very pleased with Curtis because he ran the VR scan, but says that he won't cancel the ghost protocol. Uh, Curtis is <laughs> <laughs> Curtis is less than happy about this and says he'll not be following orders blindly, but won't quit. So I don't know. I don't, what that yeah, means. well, I don't know. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> That's does. Somebody in the Curtis. Yeah. Curtis I will follow, know what that means. Yeah, I'll follow orders with my eyes wide open. Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good good to be a team are player we just, <laughs> are we just making allusions to Tom Cruise movies from now on is that what we're doing <laughs> pretty, pretty, <laughs> I wish I'd done that oh man I wish I'd and done that and the fallout from this episode yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know there's a lot of risky business going on here <laughs> I could use a cocktail <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway uh, Top Gun when Dino <laughs> <laughs> uh, finds a mysterious threatening note, we realize that it wasn't Laurel's stalker bad guy that had been behind them. Um, right at the end, uh, we have a little denouement with uh, Ollie and Emiko, who says that she'll start thinking about beginning to want to talk to him. <laughs> so progress on that front, I guess. Hmm. Nice. And that, I think, is the episode. Nicely done, guy. You can be my wingman anytime. <laughs> yeah wait wait till i get your call sign wrong and i start calling parker's on your six do you mean eight two whatever it's a lot of numbers i don't really know what's happening fly 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 <laughs> just you know <laughs> fly 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 uh so uh a slightly odd episode um yeah yeah i have nothing really, against it no but, uh, i agree i was i was trying to figure well we'll get to the rating after but uh, i I, you know, to your point during the recap, I actually think that character development wise, I think the the Felicity Laurel subplot might be the best plot this week. I agree. And that's why I didn't want to write down the minutiae of what they did. Here's the basic outline of it. And I think it's more interesting to talk about the relationship and uh, even Dinah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's been interesting to watch the evolution of Felicity and Laurel's relationship, right? Because we saw felicity in her like sort of darker moments you know at the beginning of this year uh, turning to laurel for a lot of help which laurel is not shy of reminding her but also seeing like a crack in her veneer and becoming the person that trusts her the most and is like willing to accept that maybe she's changed and becoming the person who drags her back from the edge in this episode from killing what is basically if not an innocent person you know certainly not the person that she thought it was yeah. uh and that's it's kind of interesting that dynamic, especially because I think Felicity and Laurel, Earth One Laurel, our original Laurel, never had a super strong relationship. And so this kind of foregrounds it, which is nice. And, and you know, Katie Cassidy, full credit to her. I think she has done a nice job with this character in a way that the original Laurel, I think, always they struggled a little bit with her after, yeah. you know, always in those first few seasons. And I think this whole arc for her has given her something a little better to, to chew on. And she's, she's demonstrated some chops there. Yeah. I think we've said that before is that like, I don't blame Casey Cassidy for what happened to Laurel. I I think the writers just let that character down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Season one was pretty good, but like a little bit limited, uh, in that it was a, it wasn't quite like a, a maiden, but well, as we've talked about too, you know, she was set up as a love interest and, it that did really not work, work. yeah right yeah so then they sort of fumbled what to do with her in season two and i think making any character an alcoholic does a, like no 
favors, right? Like, yeah, it, it did certainly didn't help. I mean, it wasn't until I think later seasons with her as sort of a supporting character who knew Ollie really well that she came into her own. But you know, yeah. then they obviously then they killed her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shortly thereafter. Yeah, yeah. Which was not cool. But anyway, I I, I like this uh, reiteration quite a bit better and she's coming into her own i like the relationship she has with laurel i particularly liked at the uh during the interview when um uh rick cannon <laughs> says to her that uh she's doing her father proud um and she's i think she says i'd like to think so and ollie just interjects and he says i know you are which uh you know for the viewer is just a nice thing to say but for her it's like a really uplifting moment right yeah, yeah, I agree. Between that and the fact that you have that little clipper later on where, like, they talk about her being, like, the most popular DA, right, in, like, the last 10 years or something, like, yeah, there's some satisfaction <laughs> The one there. that knows the least about the law. I was going to say, it probably helps that she can't prosecute anything. Like, <laughs> like unless it's an ironclad case, it's just not going away. So, yeah. sure, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think, you know, she hasn't completely excised her sort of villainous tendencies, but she is being... Uh, you know she is she is redeeming herself and yeah. i think that's a much more interesting character than a cookie cutter villain right like you know we've learned about over the over the years that we've had the black black siren as this version of her uh we've learned a lot about what her backstory is and why she is the way that she is and we learn more about that this week too and you know certainly that ties in a lot with the whole uh oliver plot line this week in terms of you know things that happened to our fathers or that our fathers did that we take upon ourselves yeah. their sins you might say you might say past past about fathers about fathers indeed <laughs> maybe put those words in a blender and see what you come up with <laughs> um we should have an anagram that's what we should sins do an anagram oh, yeah. Yeah. that's that'll Forget- be uh, whoever the the true villain is, is uh, oh yeah yeah right. oh speaking of uh, true villains what kind of a weenie is slayed <laughs> yeah he only he is so not his father's son that is that is also hilarious there's only like just, two scenes with him and one of them is like them saying like oh he's got a problem with male authority figures <laughs> and and then he gets all and they call him curtis calls him slaughter slade which is hilariously over the top crappy name maybe that's the comic book character's name is that what I he calls him I'm, i totally missed that yeah he's like you got china white slaughter slade uh, he doesn't say cupid but somebody else and uh ricky the dragon I thought he did say uh, Cupid. Oh, but yeah. he's so... Oh, maybe he did. I don't know. But I thought he said a real name, which I blanked on. Mm. Um, but Slaughter Slate is so ineffective. <laughs> like, he's just yelling. It's like, you're only alive because you were friends. And you know Slade Wilson would just be sitting there. First of all, he would not be joining your Suicide Ghost Squad, whatever you're calling it. And the fact that Slaughter is just sitting there like a goofball is just perfect. It's just such a second-rate death well, it's funny, too, right? Because I think he got grabbed in at the very beginning of the crossover episode. Yeah. In a right. scene which I think some of us half thought, like, is this even canon? Real. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. What it's is that? Apparently, apparently it was. And apparently the fact that we kept thinking, like, oh, yeah, he's, like, in the background, like, working out of the shadows. He's the puppet master of all. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nope. He's nope. Just he's just another dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do kind of like that actually, because it, it keeps Slade Wilson being a badass. True. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's we may the, or may not like ever he, see him again, but <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, what do you guys think about this? Uh, I mean, I keep making fun of it, but this uh, Tom Clancy's uh, ghost suicide. 
<laughs> the name? Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I don't like, know why. I mean, yeah, they're 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 obviously changing the name for some silly reason, but um, it's fine. Well, they said I mean, both they, squat and then suicide. And, yeah, I enjoyed that yeah. they. I enjoyed that they specifically hung a lantern on it here by having Curtis say, right. "Like it's just a rebranded version of Suicide Squad." Hey, now we don't have to pay yeah. any lawyers anything. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to confuse the audience. I have to say, I, I even though the vr plot is so much technical gibberish i enjoyed the fact that curtis thought of another way right like i first of all i think curtis is totally right that putting bombs in these people's heads is extremely extremely bad uh and you know much as dig seems to say that he's uncomfortable with it he doesn't demonstrate any of that well it was Uh, his idea i don't believe him right i I agree kind of okay with it he seems very much ends justifies the means here and I think Curtis is totally right too. At the end, where like you know, Dig is basically like you know, we'll catch Dante and then we'll we'll be done with it. And he's like, there's always another one. You know, you can't you yeah. can't do this and then just be like, oh yeah, we'll undo it because there will be another threat for you to have to deal with this. Uh, and I thought that uh, him coming up with another way of handling the problem was really clever and good and exactly what we want to see from Curtis. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I like that he's also standing up. In some way, I guess we'll see how the fallout of that actually goes. Haha, uh-huh, fallout. Worked it in. Um, yeah. You know, in terms of him not following, not following orders with his eyes closed. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> wide closed. Wide. Eyes, eyes wide closed. Yeah. 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 Anyway, but I mean, I so I I get the feeling that Ollie just keeps especially this episode, he keeps beating on the notion of transparency and truth. And, and it's when he said transparency in the, in that interview, I basically laughed out loud, uh, <laughs> except I didn't. I'm a very sullen man. And I just watched stone, <laughs> stone faced as I watched the TV. And, and, it's, theory, and it's very echoey where you are. So. Exactly. Yeah. In yeah. theory, I chuckled, uh, right. because like of all the people to be saying that, like, come on. And specifically right. I, because it, it came up with the boat again, I'm like, look, the writers played it well because I was thinking like it's cool that they're calling back to season one. This guy is not honest and he, he's well intentioned, but saying that he's going to be transparent is basically a trap for him. Like, it's, oh yeah, absolutely, he's going to fall well, into we, it for sure. I mean, we know fundamentally that he has, in to a certain degree, he has been retained by SCPD in order to help discover who the new Green Arrow is, which he has done and not told anybody. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so already yeah, he, is with, that. he is withholding by definition, and he's clearly right. not going to tell the SCPD that it's his no. half sister who is the yeah. Green Arrow. Because not that. And yeah. When it comes out, it's not going to look good. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's rough. So I, I have a feeling that uh, <laughs> the last the last few episodes of the show are him back in <laughs> Ironside, whatever the whatever the slap, slap side. side. Yep. Sorry, I obstructed justice. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oops. I did it again. It's funny too because I've kept laughing at the idea. Like when he's on sort of his rehabilitation tour there, um, I laughed at the fact like, oh, it's kind of like they're gearing him up to be like a politician. Wait, no, we already did that arc. <laughs> And nobody ever seems to mention this. Like everyone only calls him the former Green Arrow. No one's like, guys, you totally elected him mayor. Remember, like a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think they're trying to back off. I am. That. I am glad, however, that they are finally dealing with the guy that Robert shot. Yeah, no, that was <laughs> yes. kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. After, like, I mean, they seem to like deny that he existed for a while. 
Yeah, I actually kind of enjoyed that in that, like, it serves nobody for Ollie to admit that. Why? You know, like, that's something that I, I could see him holding close to his vest and it hurt nobody until, you know, turns out it hurt this kid. But it didn't bother me that much that, that he kept it to himself. Yeah, I mean, it uh, wasn't. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, where's the harm in that, you know? I mean, it was something he did to protect the image of his father, but he wasn't, he certainly wasn't complacent in the murder, right? Like, he, he did, no, he wasn't plotting with he his dad. He couldn't have guy. done anything about it. It really isn't his fault. Like, that one is not on him, but yeah. I, I no, think but it behooved him to protect the image of his father sure. and his family, Abs- right? Absolutely. Yeah. Even though and he it, has soured on the image of his father in more recent years, too, right? Like, you know, he, he has confronted the reality of who his father was rather than just the image. Yes, but he's let the image stand, which yes. sort of distances himself from it a bit. And I, I there's a cleverness to this uh, episode that um, I thought it... Prior to this, I thought that there was no detriment to him keeping that to himself. And the writers show that there is. I mean, this poor kid had no no idea what happened to his father. All yeah. he had shown to have survived. Maybe he would be left thinking that his dad, he would certainly not get closure about the, right. the fate of his right. father, right? And that had never occurred to me at all. I, it did occur to me that, you know, uh, the the front, the, the, the persona, the, the, the face of his father was a lie, but that was like felt abstract. This feels like there's an actual uh, cost to that decision, which was new and I, I liked it. Yeah, it definitely added a different dimension to it when there was another son, right? When we have sort of the parallel story play out. Uh, yeah. And it is kind yeah. of funny that like his dad keeps killing people and they, their sons <laughs> keep coming back to get Ollie. Like that's a bit. <laughs> It's a bit of a bad pattern. What's the, what, rotten luck. Yeah. I this was, guy was not 10 steps ahead. This, this guy was... No, was, he, was, he was a... He was like two steps behind, you know, actually. Along those lines, and this is uh, really not a spoiler, but in this week's episode of Supergirl, um, they, they basically, you know, they go to the home of one of the side characters and meet her parents. And I was looking at the dad, and I was like, who is that actor? He's really familiar. And then I looked and found out that he had... He had been on Arrow and played Justin Claiborne, who was, I believe, Prometheus's dad. Oh, and I was totally like, recognize him. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh yeah, that guy who whose death was super important in that creating yeah. that character, and yet I don't think that he he only appeared in one episode. And there was no real like yeah. acknowledgement. He's definitely of who he was. like one of those guys. You know, he's. I'm sure you've seen him. In- Oh yeah, he must have been not supernatural. He must have been on so many things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I laughed about that because I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, another father who died and set things into motion." Yeah. So, uh, getting back to uh, whatever they're called, Spectre Face. Um, I guess that was a bit of a head faint. Yeah, I mean, is it or are they like you know? Diggle says he wants boots on the ground. Are we going to see them again? But yeah, we didn't really actually get much out of them other than a they VR simulation. They never were uncaptured, right? Like they, the only one who got out was Diaz. He was, he was. I think I assumed he. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because he I wakes mean, up I, alone. He, yeah, I sorry, I also fell for the VR scam. You know, yeah. it's it's funny. Yeah, I, they they never got out of their chairs. They they were just there. I'm trying to figure out what point I was like, this is not happening. Well, um, they were no, they were never even in the chairs. 
Yeah, right. Because he had already dosed him. Oh, like, before. That's it. yeah, okay, right, yeah. right. He was, was the my, only, yeah, he was the only one ever in that room with Curtis. Yeah, my notes actually suggest that Curtis confronts. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I think it's right after. I mean, obviously, by the time Curtis dies, we're all like, yeah, this is not happening. Yeah, this is but, fake. Yeah, but earlier on, yeah. I started to have. Well, this, I knew like, there was some. I mean, I knew he had like. I you could tell that he had. He had another like shoe to drop there. Like he was, he had something planned and right. was somehow going right. to get out of it. But I didn't. Know I it was, was honestly when I saw him. So I thought when I heard the neck crack and he dropped, I was like, "Okay, this is weird." But when I saw him with his eyes open, I thought maybe they killed him. I'm like, I don't know. What else is his character doing? Maybe they just like, <laughs> ouch. Maybe he's gone up this to the vanilla sky. Was- I don't know. <laughs> um. Guy, guy, guy. I, it made me well. Whatever. Sometimes it just takes a few good men to make a few jokes. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Uh, this episode brought to you by Scientology. Now, this episode is brought to you by the Color of Money and our sponsor, ah. uh, Star uh, City Electrical. Um, had, yeah. Do we want to talk about the electrical stuff? Or not? <laughs> not, yeah. not really. Well, I was going to ask really quick before we leave the VR thing. Um, did you guys? Did you guys both watch Angel by any chance? Oh, the I've show? I've yeah. seen it, but... Oh, yeah. There is an episode where they do a head fake kind of like that, um, which involves basically having to get, uh, you know, so Angel is a uh, a vampire who had his soul returned, and every once in a while you see him without his soul again as Angelus, and there's an episode where they need to get Angelus. Uh, I think it's in the, like, the fourth season or something like that, and there's like a whole elaborate like show that you like plot that you go through thinking like oh this is all them proceeding down this plot and it turns out to have all been this like hallucination to get him to the point where he he loses his soul again and ever since that show i'm always like as soon as things start happening that seem out of place i'm always like mm, is this one of those situations yeah Right. Uh, so that's all that one because that one legitimately got me at the time like i remember when the twist came around and you're like oh wow what the hell did I just like? That was all fake. I don't remember that episode. That's a good episode. It's well done. Like, and, and yeah. but it's it, it's one. Of I, mean, I remember that. Pl- I remember that plot. That basic plot point that they need to get unjealous, but I can't remember um, how it plays out. Yeah, it's it's really it's cleverly done, but it's also one of those things that like once you've pulled it off once, it's really hard to get people again. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if you want to talk about electricity, we can do that. <laughs> I don't know if we really should bother. I mean, let's all just you know. agree that's not how electricity works and move on. It's not a yeah. <laughs> it, it's the same. It's the I guess it's the same technology that causes the computers to blow up <laughs> and um and also killed all those Argus agents in the water. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Good call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These guys. Uh, I mean, he turned everything into like a Star Trek bridge. It's it was bananas. Yes. Everything was blowing up. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. They were like I got two, more, I got two more. I got two more notes. I got two more notes. Oh yeah, he'll hit the notes. Uh, so, so then my other one about that sort of that sequence there though is is Dinah running to like shut off the doohickey that he put on the power converter or whatever the heck it was, and um, at no point does she use her sonic scream. Yes, no, it's I like know. it seemed like that would have gone a lot faster if she had just like I wondered why she didn't do that. Blasted through the door. I mean, I mean, maybe she doesn't want anybody to know. There was no one out there. Or do they do they know she they don't know that she's No, no. she she specifically no. says that nobody she said something yeah. about getting hate mail and she said Yeah, okay. So and that's without anybody knowing who I was. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't so I guess that's I guess that's maybe why. Yeah, but like in some It seemed things. a little bit much, but 
Well, so the the rubber mat through the door, I was I dug. I thought that was yeah, cool. it was a cool. I would have just I, once outside, I would have just yelled at that thing. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. She presumably know. could have, uh, yeah, like you said, siren screamed her way through that door too. I did like that there was a nice side supporting role here for um, uh, Nick, who's the uh, Curtis's, I presume, still boyfriend. The cop. Oh, that's oh, who that he was. was. Nick. Okay. Yeah, I, okay. Yeah, he seemed to have a prominent role, and I was trying to place him. I didn't. I didn't recognize. Yeah, him. he gets taken captive at the end too, but he helps out with like tracking down the the news guy earlier on in the episode as well. Right. Yeah, I did like the way that they fleshed out the uh, the SCPD a little bit. They had that. Uh, they had their own nerd lady. Yep. Yep. I think that maybe cool. we've seen her before. I can't remember. I think maybe. I I don't know, but it was cool. Like it felt like a little bit more of a lived in place. Yep, yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Right. As opposed to just the you know, the cannon fodder from previous years. Right, yeah. Right. Like just a, a set that looked pretty to get blown up. Yeah. Right. Um but so I think so back up a little bit. I, I think this transparency thing is going directly head to head with Diggle and I think there's gonna be some kind of showdown. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think there is some interesting stuff it feels like to come with with Dig and where this is right. going. I, I agree yeah. with that. Because I, I, I don't think Oliver's going to like it either. No, I mean, they're no, specifically no keeping it like. from Oliver yeah. and Felicity, yeah. right. who will both be right. pretty pretty pissed off. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he he didn't like it. Even when he was more of a bad guy, he didn't like it just on principle. Uh, and the fact that Diggle and, is running it, using, you know, some of his chief bad guys, uh, you know, I don't... Also, why is China White going along with this? <laughs> she's not that... But she's bad. But I, she's way more in the category of not insane and like, you know what? I'll just do my time. I don't really want the bomb. Thank you. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it seemed a little, I felt like they might, maybe were just trying to like come up. I mean, great. For, for one thing. Who's available? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who's yeah, available? Yeah. I think yeah. I, I like, I like her a lot. Kelly, who's awesome. And again, it is a love letter to season one, which I, I really right. appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But, I, I thought, yeah. I mean, it seemed like a somewhat random choice, but yeah, I, uh i guess i got what they were going for um i guess is cupid the only member of the suicide squad to still be i guess we saw bronze tiger who's still in prison but like right. oliver was like yeah. gonna put in a word for him i hope he did that I hope he didn't forget <laughs> <laughs> well i'm out how does that work exactly <laughs> like oh this vigilante guy put in a word for yeah. you that that's gonna shave a couple of years off your sentence disgraced mayor slash ex-vigilante yeah. Uh, yeah, that doesn't seem like maybe that's the letter of recommendation you're looking uh, yeah, for. Yeah, I'm not sure that's really going to move the needle a lot on your, uh... Uh, yeah. I will say a uh, thing I liked in this episode, Net Arrow. That was pretty that's cool. Right, yeah. That was my other note, uh, Net yeah, Arrow. I knew, I knew you would like that, John. <laughs> I, you know what? I loved how they shot that because, oh, and we should speak about the directing in a bit, but I love the way they that was lined up and shot because it didn't make, I didn't understand how the arrow deployed like that, but it happened so fast and it was so effective that I was, I stopped. I didn't have right. to question. I mean, you don't even like, know. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't care. Like, because how it did it like explode a- at exactly the right height to set a net out right there? <laughs> I don't know, but I don't care. It I have awesome. no clue, but I, you know, that's exactly yeah. the thing the green arrow should have. Of course he has a net yes. arrow. Of course he does. Yes. Right. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I, yeah. I loved it. And I love that you, he has time to suss out the situation. Like, okay, you can see the guy he's holding him by the rope, so he can't shoot the guy because uh, Rick Cannon would fall to his death. So he sort of waits for him to let go and then deploys the deploys the net. It was clever, clever tactical use of an arrow. 
Yeah, I like that. Uh, I also <laughs> I liked. Um, I did enjoy the 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 detective work of finding the matching window from the satellite yep. image. That was a little silly, but, but not not, yeah. not the not by far not the silliest thing that we've seen even in this episode. Yeah. No, yeah, really, not even close to the silliest thing in this episode. No, ow, and I liked it. Um, oh my god, the kid, uh, the kid cop. What's his name? Nick. Yeah, I don't know why I'm calling yeah. him a kid, but yeah, he seems younger. Uh, <coughs> He was all on board with with Ollie. Yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't like, a, oh, what are you doing? What do you mean the window? Like he, uh, when Ollie said to bring up the map, he's like, he kind of sussed, he clued into what Ollie would be looking for. Yeah, and then I, Ollie has to explain to a third person, oh, we're looking for the windows because blah. But Nick was already on all over it, which is cool. I, and I liked it too because I fully expected that to be like satellite imagery. Like, let's look at the satellite version of the map yeah. and see him coming out of the cafe. And I was going to be like, that's not how yeah. satellites work. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but no i'm assuming that, that, that warehouse looked like it was a, a redressed um slab side uh yeah it did look pretty yeah yeah which yeah. is itself feels like maybe now it was a redressed version of that like hideout they had for a little while when they first started training the recruits i guess that was hive originally was hive. yeah oh yeah you know yeah. i mean you know there That's was okay. this, there was a set on flat on the flash last week that was clearly again jitters shot from reverse and yeah redressed. yeah <laughs> so I, I noticed that <laughs> It was like full of crap or something. Only, like some, only so much you can do. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk about the directing in this episode? Sure. I mean, I don't know. Did it stand out to you? <laughs> Everything seemed very good and, and perfectly like well done, but I, I'm not sure this was an episode where the directing popped. A little bit, but, but mostly because it was directed by David Ramsey. Yeah, that's why I mean... That's oh, yeah. And the, yeah, and the blurb even, uh, like on iTunes, that the blurb says, directed by season... or. A series star david ramsey i thought he which, did uh, i thought he did fine like i I, yeah. I it was neither an episode that was like going to totally blow me away nor was it you know obvious in its shortcomings right it felt like a very solid well-directed episode hit all its marks i thought it was very solid i thought there was a little bit where they were uh where diaz was uh uh dragging um curtis around a bit mm. felt a little weird Yeah. No, that's uh, an awkward maybe, shot. Maybe the cuts are the editing, but here's the thing: I was paying way more attention than I normally would. Mm, okay, and yeah, that's you why mentioned that I forgot that, and I didn't. I did not uh, watch it with an eye to that. So that, that's why when back. Curtis dropped with his eyes open, I like I wondered, like, is that is he dead? Is he knocked out? Is it some kind of fake out, or <laughs> is it sort of a de- directorial almost mistake where he's like, it looks cooler if your eyes are open, but it, it's not. It's conveying the wrong thing. You Look know? right into the camera. Yeah, but but for mug to the camera for uh, for a debut, I think you know, it is. a wink. Oh, damn it, John! You took her. I was like, oh, you know what would really complete this scene is you just wink at the camera, really. So, yeah, yeah. Like, that would have put the that, that put that the kicker riot. on it right there. <laughs> Make sure your tongue's hanging out. Yeah. Can we get Did some X's? Wink. Can we get some X's in his eyes? Can anybody get the X's? We need the X's. Um. Yeah, but so uh, for a debut, I thought it was pretty good because um. Uh, it's got a fair amount of special effects. Mm-hmm. It's got a pretty big fight scene in it. Yeah. Uh, it's got uh, a fair number of conversations that are done well and sort of heartfelt. Uh, it's got a, like a pretty broad spectrum episode, I thought. Yeah, and it's and also it, you know, got a decent amount of dig in it, so he has to direct yeah. himself, which is always an interesting. Situation yeah, I don't know how you do that. I mean, 
What do you do? Do the scene and then go back and watch it and be like, no, I sucked. Let me yeah. do that again. <laughs> uh, I think you have an assistant director for a lot of that. Yeah, I would hope so, because I would never finish anything. <laughs> I'm going to try it this way. No, I need to do it faster. No, uh, I need to Well, actually, intense. what would happen? Yeah, what would happen is all the scenes with me and them would be horrible because I would let myself be crappy so that other people could get on with their jobs. <laughs> Just get distracted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, any other comments about this week's? episode uh i don't know i think i'm ready to do the ritual oh i did have one yeah. random thing which i i liked but thought was odd was the the son getting a job using his dead father's social security number was a little yeah, strange that was, that was a little weird <laughs> i was kind of clever and especially because oliver figures it out but it was also like random because like there was i guess he had a record they were saying so like he couldn't get i guess hired by the electrical company because yeah. he would have not passed a background check or whatever, but still, it was like, and I guess his father was technically dead, but maybe not declared dead, so maybe that Yeah, I don't know. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was little, cool. Whatever. It's, it's fine. And <laughs> I, I, like, I like that... Um, uh, yeah, I like it when Ollie manages to do basic level sort of reasonable detective stuff. Because mm-hmm. he kind of started out, like, season one, Ollie was pretty decent to that you know yeah yeah like he's he's you know bruce isn't calling him up for tips but he's you know he's not a slouch <laughs> right so that was cool um one other thing i liked was uh that i forgot to mention was um dinah's vote of confidence in laurel mm. uh because they go to see her and uh, uh laurel uh dinah says something about like no no he's not from earth oh or through stalker figures um, and Laurel's about to storm out. She's like, no, no, wait, like I, I'm, I'm on it. You know, like I'm not dismissing right, you. Right. I'm not making fun of you. I'm like, I'm rolling my eyes with you, not at you, you know? And then she gives her like the, the good explanations. Like, no, it's, he's a local guy that's or local earth local. Um, that's just a, like a drunken asshole. And I, you know, I liked it. They, they, I, they I, have, I, they've developed a, a mutual respect if not a friendship which is nice yeah the three of them work well together and there is there's certainly a degree of respect yeah for sure if like those two i don't think are going to hang out and get a glass of wine but uh i i like the they're the building a certain trust with each other yeah and i wanted to give a uh a plug to i thought Stephen amell's performance in that last scene where he a tries to talk sam down was yep. a nice speech and b when the cop pulls the gun on him and he's just like if you if you have to do this, I understand. Like I thought was just yeah. like a pretty killer. Like that was a nice side of Ollie that we haven't seen before. It seems very mature, much more like I, I'm not gonna be able to you know arrow my way out of this one. And I I get it. Like I get where you're coming from. You don't want to die. It's cool. Yeah, like, but if that kid had even tried it, he would have been dead. Well, he would have been not dead. But I mean that it was not gonna happen. <laughs> no, but it was it was it was a nice gesture. Like it was, it was a very the right nice way gesture. To play yeah. that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, whatever. I mean, obviously, he's standing there. He would be shot in real life, of course, and that's the way we're expected to play it. But we've seen him in much worse situations with a lot more firepower and people that want to kill him a lot more. I believe the way it works is he catches the bullet, puts it in his own gun, and shoots the other guy. (laughs) That's, yeah. (laughs) Pretty sure that's how that works. Yeah. Uh, Okay. All right. Let's go. Ritual? Okay. Uh, John, what did you think? Uh, Biff. Guy? I think this is one of these ones where I, I bemoan uh, the limited scope of the rating system that John came up with. And um, 
I'm going to have to say it, Biff, because I, I think it's a good episode. I have nothing against it, uh, but I'm not excited about it. And I just wish John had come up with something with yeah. a little bit I, more Well, range. I apologize yeah. Yeah, to, uh, to you. Yeah. To, and our, to Dan, our readers and to and all of our readers. readers. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, I, I too, I'm kind of with, with Guy on this one in terms of it. Like, it kind of rides that line. I'm going to give it a molt, uh, I think is what I'm going <laughs> to Which is better than a John Jr., but not as good as a Biff. Is that, that's possibly how that works. Well, I, I mean, you know, hey, I'll take that. That's I'll pretty take good. That. That's pretty yeah, good. Right. Yeah, right. that Somebody we were all molts is. Somebody out there is trying to chart these and like they're no one out there is right trying now. to chart yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. If you're Todd trying Missouri, to chart this, to Todd's on it. Todd's on the job. <laughs> please stop. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Please don't. Don't listen. Uh, all right. Well, that wraps our discussion of Arrow. I think we might have uh, a time for a little bit of superhero sweep. So, uh, yeah, if you don't want to hear us sweep up some superheroes, uh, now would be the time <laughs> to stop listening. And then we'll be back at the end of the episode. To preview next week. Uh, the uh, only topic I really had for Superhero Sweep this week was the trailer for the next season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which came yeah. out. Uh, which I, know, uh, I have not seen it, oh, but we can talk about it. Yeah, well, we, I know John I, I, you has. Can tell me. I know John has, because yeah. he reacted to it in, when I posted it. I'm very it. excited. <laughs> okay, can you hold that for two? Because we'll, we'll get into that. There's two brief bits of business. One that we forgot sure. to cover last week, because it came in over the break. Uh, John? The universe smiles yeah. on you and loves you. Uh, there's been a live uh, action Sportsmaster cast. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yes. I, I had forgotten about that. <laughs> I for, I did not notice that. I had forgotten that, too, except I managed to put it in our sp- superhero sweet Thank- topics thing that apparently that we don't only look, look at. Look at <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But, yeah, uh, like a couple of our readers, uh, uh, real biffs out there, uh, tweeted us to tell us that there was a new uh, like a live right. action sportsmaster who is going to be on the what what uh, the star, star girl, girl show. show yeah so we'll see how that goes but uh it's it just cracks me up that's just perfect <laughs> neil hopkins <laughs> okay all right yeah. looking Tom, forward i gotta well, i don't know i, I hadn't really thought about uh, watching that show but i'm definitely gonna watch that episode <laughs> yes exactly thomas sanders t sanders three i really hope you wanted that public because now you're <laughs> Now you're famous with like twelve people. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of people in that show, including I want to say Joel McHale is in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he is in this show. Yeah, yeah. Like that. it could be interesting. I, I don't know how they're going to play it. I really don't. But I'll watch it. That character is bananas, though. Yeah, yeah. That was. Uh, I don't understand where you're going with that, but I will. I'm interested to check it out. She was previously on Smallville. Not the actress, the the character. Oh, really? Yeah, like season. Uh, well, she was in um, ten somewhere around there. Legends too. Star Girl. Yeah, there was. Oh, a, yeah, in the, yeah, Cam- was, the yeah. Camelot episode. Yeah. yeah, 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 and we see her dead or a dead costume looking thing in right, uh, like at the at the crisis. Thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, a lot happening there. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that was topic one. Topic okay. two is yeah. on the main incomparable. Dan and I appear and we talk about Batman Begins. That is true. Yeah, it's which true. is fun. It's a good episode. So. You will learn things that you never knew about Guy English and his <laughs> apartment decorations. It's true. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. You, you, you want now? Hear I have to. You tune want in. to hear this? Yeah. yeah. No. So most you haven't heard it yet, but I, I actually revealed that I've got a giant uh, Easter egg chocolate statue of uh, Laurel 
right in the middle of my <laughs> living room. <laughs> I couldn't get over it. It was so delicious. I just, I bought it off the set. It's kind of melted and blown up, but man, it's perfect. Sure. It's, it's good. Yeah. It's good eating. It's delicious, too. It's just good eating mm-hmm. year, year round. <laughs> just take a little nibble. Uh, yeah, just a little. <laughs> I will add, before we get to the, the Agent's Shield, there was also a short, very, very quick promo video out there for Birds of Prey. The movie adaptation oh, of yeah. the comic title they're doing, uh, which brings back Margot Robbie's um, uh, Harley Quinn from the Suicide Squad movie and adds Huntress and another version of Black Canary uh, and I think a few other people. I'm not sure who else is actually in this, but I think Ewan McGregor's in this, though. Yeah. I tried to look it up and typed Birds of Grey, which is close, but not right. <laughs> Uh, what is that? The title listed in Wikipedia is Birds of Prey, parentheses, and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, close parentheses, which, Mm. sure, okay. Uh, So yeah, you got Harley Quinn, Black Canary, Huntress, Renee Montoya. uh, The question. Yep. Cassandra Cain. Oh, Ewan McGregor's Black Mask. Oh, and uh, Chris, Ma- Chris Messina as uh, Victor Zaz, uh, who of course is pretty uh, got a carved out a carved out a pretty nice niche for himself on Gotham, as it were. Yeah, wait, is that the same guy? Uh, Zaz, is no, not the same. Not the actor. same. It's the same. It's the same yeah, not Zaz, same but it's not the same character. character. Who's who's Chris Messina? Chris oh, Messina I... is he was on the um, uh, uh, Mindy Kaling's show. Uh, he's one of those guys who pops up in kind of everything. Um, okay so i've seen the kaling show what uh or the mindy show what which was he a boyfriend was he like one of the doctors yeah i've never watched it but i know that he's in it so i would have to oh him oh yeah he was a love interest yeah uh and he was slash foils on the the, um, first couple of seasons yeah he was on the newsroom uh the aaron sparkin show he was the son and the head of the network Uh, yeah i know him yeah he's one of those dudes in everything (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. uh yeah so you got that's a um it's quite a cast. Um, personally, you know, uh, they cast uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Huntress, who uh, is a, a a favorite of mine from um, uh, Scott Pilgrim, um, yeah, among yeah, other yeah. things. Yeah. Like her a lot, and uh, Journey Smollett Bell as Black Canary. Although I'm not sure they say which version of Black Canary. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Lots of options. Uh, yeah, exactly. And they've got yeah, Cassandra Kane too, who I'm not sure is a character that's ever been seen. Uh, so who is that? What's the backstory? She's there? a Batman family person, orphan. Well, yeah, and yeah. you can tell girl. by the cane. Yeah, it's C A I N though. Oh, oh, clever. <laughs> yeah, she You'd uh, never guess. <laughs> not even the world's greatest detective could figure that one out. Uh, she is a. She has had the role of Batgirl at one point, and she, I guess, yeah. currently goes by Orphan. Um, and has also <laughs> gone by Black Bat. That's the most Batman name ever. <laughs> Yeah, really. Yeah. What's your Batman family name? Orphan. Oh. My my parents are dead. <laughs> uh, I think she also doesn't talk, as I recall. Um, okay. but I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't. I'm not super familiar with her character backstory, but I'm sure somebody will chime in. Okay. Uh, anyway, anyway, want to talk about uh, talk about Shield? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, the big question has been whether or not Coulson survived the end of last season. Um, and this trailer both suggests that he is dead, but also suggests that perhaps Clark Gregg is not gone from the show. 
Oh, yeah. Well, he's definitely not gone from the show. Yeah, he doesn't he's appear. he's in the trailer. He appears in the trailer, yes. <laughs> Clark uh, Greg is. But they so, make him. We're ruining it. we got to ruin it for Guy. I mean, we have to. They literally uh, so have whatever. a, like. You're going to ruin a trailer for me? Come on. It's fine. <laughs> There's <laughs> literally an intertitle that starts it off going, that says, Agent Coulson is dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, who is Clark Greg playing? Unclear. Uh, I, we do see that Mac is now the director of S.H.I.E.L.D., he could be a uh, an MVP LVM. What are they called? Uh, Life model L- decoy. LMD. Yeah. LMD. <laughs> SUV. The uh, TLA. The other one could have been a scroll. Oh yeah. This one could yeah. be a scroll. Mm, scrolls everywhere. It scrolls all the way down. Uh, yeah, that's uh, scroll cereal. Delicious. Something <laughs> could happen in uh, Captain Marvel that yeah. uh, you know who knows leads into this a bit. Also right. true. Yeah, I think so. The the series. I don't think there is an official premiere date other than summer. So it's going to be a while because they're they've pushed it back to the point where it's not going to. It'll be well after at least the MCU, Captain Marvel, and the uh, Avengers Endgame both air. Yeah. Oh, it's after. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. It's after. Both they don't of want. Those. I think yeah. they just yeah. kind of impart turfed it so that they wouldn't have to deal with that it's kind of a weird this the ratings of shield have always been meager compared to what you would expect from the the pedigree right like it is a it is kind of the only (sighs) calling it the only mcu show is not quite accurate because even though it does share characters with the mcu unlike sort of the netflix shows for example like there's very little crossover other than kind of acknowledging that weird stuff happens um but i think they just didn't want to have to deal with the f- ramifications of thanos yeah. so they you just- could i mean you could argue that the netflix ones are actually in another universe and because they don't they never show anybody no who's they, exactly they, the same character they reference i mean you never stuff. see yeah i mean you can you know that like supposedly something happened in new york and like they make references to the Sokovia chords and stuff like that but you never see like chris evans as Cap right, or right. None, like of, none of the whereas, characters whereas in agents appeared. of shield nick fury is nick fury in both right and 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 colson obviously is and colson yeah so yeah it, it is certainly the the most closely tied with it even if it's like kind of drifted like his over the last couple of years i think they haven't push quite as hard on it well although yeah i mean they're well they're not like they're not like as in yeah right i mean it, they're like in one season there was like a literally like some sort of a handoff between the movie and right well like the winter soldier like they right, gave yeah. them the information to go find loki's scepter i think in the avengers somehow somehow something like that. i can't remember what it was but anyway but like but in this one they i mean the past season they make reference to what's going on in new york like the whole and and what's his name uh magneton or whatever the guy's name was uh <laughs> was talking about his need to fight uh, thanos yeah magnoton <laughs> <laughs> poor uh, uh i don't think that's right is it right uh, no, it's it's graviton whatever. graviton 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 yeah. yeah i knew it was i knew it was okay Gavin boy <laughs> yeah. yeah and he yeah but yeah they are definitely way more connected to the the actual the thing is that the mcu got went large in scale right yeah. ever since yeah. the first avengers when you introduced the uh Chitari? Yep. Who are yeah. what? The, they're not Skrulls. They're not Kree. What are they? They're something else. I thought they were. There's something else. They're another thing, yeah. Okay. I thought okay. they just since moved into the comic books. I don't know that it was in the comic books before. Yeah, I, I thought I thought the but Chitauri I've seen them, were like I've seen were, them since then in the comic books. They were the, thought, ult, they're the ultimate universe's counterparts of the Skrulls. Oh, that's okay. 
Oh, That's really? It. Okay. Because I, I knew that they were like a renamed version of one of those two, but I'm like, well, now we've got both of them, so I don't understand. But I don't think so any they, they are just in foot, the films look like, are no, know, they, terribly scroll-like. They, no, they, they're just cannon fodder. They don't look like anything. So. Yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah. Uh, I So I am fascinated. Is this the final season of S.H.I.E.L.D.? No, it is actually, this is what no, I say was interesting, is they renewed again. it for two seasons. Uh, oh, which is because, unusual. Yeah, that's fascinating. But they I must have. think, uh, based on what I've seen about this, that they're um, they're short seasons. So I th- yeah. think they're both right. thirteens. So, my, my my, we've all seen the Endgame trailer, right? I don't know if we've yeah, talked. We about we it. have talked about it briefly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, my my take with uh, the introducing. Uh, Fury in both the Spider-Man and the, the Endgame and Captain Marvel and all. Oh, he's not mentioned in Endgame, but I don't think. But reintroducing the character gives us a chance for him to reassemble the Avengers in it, you know, like Wave Two. Hmm. And uh, Agents of Shield could carry some water in that effort, right? Certainly could if they decide they want to do it. I think the biggest. I think there's kind of behind-the-scenes stuff that have impacted the tie of this to the mcu um do you mean like uh like marvel's like the the streaming networks versus nbc and that kind of stuff i i I don't know enough about this to say but i think that there is some ties in terms of like you know is this part of like because marvel television is involved in this and marvel television is i think the same one that does you know some of the other it runs across the networks um so it's a part of disney but it's also kind of run slightly like it's not marvel studios still so like is it kind of like the like what paramount did with star trek sort of thing like a like the tng syndication model yeah i don't know i it's hard to say like i I think there might just just be some complications with that and also you know it's kind of like the same situation where if you're the the mcu you don't necessarily want to make yourself beholden to things that happen in the canon of the show oh no no yeah, yeah i don't suggest that i just mean more uh fleshing out the world in sure. which it takes yeah. place yeah like what are villains that you can have you know what uh what does the world look like when you know after the events of endgame sure right yeah i mean yeah. And like so yeah so the my understanding is marvel television is also responsible for all the netflix shows you know they did agent carter they have some involvement with things like Legion and the Gifted, but not like direct control necessarily, but like have kind yeah. of a uh, collaboration going on. But they also, you know, did um, uh, they did Cloak and Dagger. They probably yeah. have some involvement with Runaways, Runaways. like yeah. all these things that are not Man, they are, not MCU properties. So they have tentacles everywhere, just <laughs> like Hydra. <laughs> Yeah, this the next the next frontier is the like the Marvel Cinematic Universe universe or something like that. Yeah, yeah. All these yeah. different you know multiverses get tied together. Yeah, except Spider-Verse beat them to it. So. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I saw season 2 of Punisher. I'm not done with it. I think I've got yeah. four episodes left. Yeah. I'm, I'm so, roughly I'm a third or halfway through. 
So I don't regret it, but uh, that's a lot of dead people over one weekend. Let me yeah. tell you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interspersing it. it. I am. I am watching. I am almost watching like one episode of Punisher and one episode of Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, no, <laughs> which I is hilarious. I did the same thing. The and it's hilarious because it. John Bernthal is in Kimmy Schmidt. This yes, season. he shows. Oh, he is. Kimmy Schmidt. Oh man. Okay, I'm gonna have to do that. He is. Uh, he is not playing the Punisher, but like kind of playing the Punisher. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's there, hilarious. There also, yeah. because that episode contains several references to Daredevil, which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a very weird move. But yeah, I also did went from the Punisher to Kimmy Schmidt and was like, oh man, this this is this is screwed with my head, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, so I'm enjoying it. Uh, whatever, we'll talk about it some other time, I guess. But uh, all in all, pretty good. But man. That's, yeah, it's uh, that's, some, that's, that's, that's why I'm going. That's why I'm going kind of slow. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, yeah, I agree. Ugh. It is yeah. super brutal. I would say it's still it's still very well done and still amazingly making me care about a character that I really detested, frankly. Um, leading yeah. up to that, uh, it's the story to me is not quite as compelling as season one, and does have a little bit of the same. They're always dealing with this issue of how do we, what kind of story are we going to tell in 13 episodes, right? And so this one, like, kind of starts out with one story and then, like, dips into a separate story in the middle and then seems to be trying to, like, tie them back up both towards the end. And part of me is, like, kind of feel like this maybe was another show that should have been maybe 10 episodes. Uh, you know, just unwieldy a little bit. Yeah. But great performances. Uh, so far, and yeah, I mean, who knows? This may be the last. This may be the last. I don't think it'll be the last because I think there is a Jessica Jones season. Three. There's one more Jessica. Yeah, there's one more yeah. season of Jessica Jones. But and I, I think that's it. Guessing yeah. this will be the end of the Punisher. Um, yeah, which, which is too bad because he's really good. I mean, yeah, and John, it's been Burnthal is really well cast. Like he's, he's yeah, he's, he's the reason cast. I watch that show yeah. because uh, I do not enjoy watching people get killed. No, yeah, me neither. Yeah, uh, and he does that a lot. Uh, he does it with such heart, though. But he does, he means it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Uh, yeah. Did you guys? Watch? I mean, maybe when we're all done, we will recap and talk about it briefly. I don't want to. I spend think. Like I a think we'll talk about it a little it, bit. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Though speaking of the show, did you guys? Did you guys watch Westworld? Uh, I've uh, seen the first season, one, season I, I didn't seen, bother yeah. getting into the second season because yeah, yeah, that was pretty brutal, and people were saying the second season wasn't as good, and I was like, nah, that's my threshold. Okay, is that's fine. fine. <laughs> I, I watched both, but I I think it's funny because uh, Ben Barnes, who plays uh, Billy Russo, is also in oh, Westworld yeah. and kind of plays the same character in both of them, although somewhat less psychotic in Westworld. <laughs> but he's like he's really well cast as a guy who's like a total dick. <laughs> Uh, and another one of those, uh, he's another stealth British guy. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't catch it. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. His act, he's pretty good. He does a pretty good job. But he's in, um, uh, he is both in Stardust, the movie based on the Neil Gaiman book. He plays the father, I believe, of Charlie Cox. Um, oh. <laughs> which is a little weird. Um, and he's also in the, uh, he was in the yeah. Prince Caspian movie based on the, in the Narnia franchise playing Prince Caspian. Oh, many, that's many right. Years yeah, ago. yeah, yeah. I should have remembered him from that. Uh, but yeah, he's now carved out a, a niche for himself <laughs> playing playing assholes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> On this show. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much all of them. Yeah. Against type. <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I don't know if it's against type, but yeah, hopefully. Uh, yeah. 
Anything else? I can't. I'm trying to look at their superhero sweep thing here. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's not sure that we've got. No, they keep they keep trickling out things um, about like the production, like the the, the making of into the Spider Verse um, that are really yeah. interesting. But oh well, yeah, those are all, good. all those. But yeah, yeah. The, the, honestly, anything anything you can ingest about Spider Verse is probably good. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe stop reading reviews because guess what? It's good. You don't need to read every sappy review but the behind the scenes stuff and the the rationale and the amount of work that they put into making it what it is was yeah you know that should be celebrated that's a big deal yeah it's it's so good yeah i'm looking forward to catching it again when it comes out on digital video yeah i guess oh, uh, oh one, one other thing that happened um marvel was oh, is gonna uh, show uh, black, black panther. panther yeah in in a number of theaters for um free. for free uh because of black History. oh that yeah 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 yeah, yeah February first to seventh, I believe. Let's see if that was. And for me. so, yeah, it's it's free to all comers. Uh, in I forget some subset of theaters, but a lot. And they are donating 150 million dollars to uh, I the don't United know, something Un- College Fund, United, United Negro Negro College. College. Yeah, right, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. I you know yeah. I've I've seen it. I'm trying to think if I saw it. I think I only saw it once in the theater, and I've caught like parts of it. At a couple other places, um, like you know, like on planes and stuff like that. But I haven't. I don't know if I've sat down and watched it all again from start to finish, which oh, I man. should. And and it's in the in the, in the theater seems like a good place to uh, to watch it again. So I've seen it eighteen or twenty times. Really? <laughs> Probably. Well, that was a joke, but that may okay. actually be okay. not very yeah. far off. <laughs> I've seen it a number of times, and I, I I have a tendency to go back and watch certain segments over and over again. But um. But I've seen it a lot. I mean, I saw it, you know, I saw it separately with Hank and Karen. I saw it in the theater, and then I've seen it a few times myself. So yeah, I mean, I've I've certainly seen it ten. Cool. Yeah, it's it is playing at the theater right near me. So maybe I will. Uh, maybe I'll go catch it again. What are you doing on this podcast? Gotta go, guys. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you should go see it. It's it's an imperfect movie, but it's perfect in so many ways. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I liked it a lot the first time I saw it, and I would, I, I'm believe, <laughs> I have no reason to believe I would not enjoy it a lot the next time around. Yeah, yeah. it it rewards repeat viewing, and that uh, yeah, uh, but not for the splashy bits. I mean, the splashy. I bits think are I fine saw. And yeah, exciting, I think I saw it twice like, in the theater, yeah. and I think it was. Yeah. The, yeah, I think I felt like it was better the second time. Um, yeah, even though it was super good the first time. Yeah, well, the first time I think you're absorbed in the world and like. Uh, yeah. Like you're, yeah. you're breathing it in, and it feels visceral, yeah, uh, and 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 alien and exciting. Um, and there's yeah, there's silly not, bits. I shouldn't say alien. I should say novel. Like it's 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 got its own internal logic. Yeah, there's silly superhero bits like the rhinos and stuff like that. But um, yeah, which, I, they're they're way they're way overshadowed by the the story and the the conflict between the the two protagonists. Right, and I think that's what I got more the second time. Yeah, like a, the 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 veneer sort of. I mean, dropped, definitely dropped the, 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 hands hands down the best villain in the Mar- in the whole Marvel. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. without really a, good. without a doubt. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Uh, all right. Any last things before we wrap up here? Uh, nope. I think that's. Yeah. I think that pretty much sums it up. All oh, right. uh, yeah. I, I do have a note. We should talk about Gotham next week or something. Some other time. Oh yeah, yeah. We can okay. Play. I think I'm one yeah. behind. On yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe did they hit him? Who cares? Whatever. When they find some interesting point to stop, we will do a little recap. Okay. 
well, excellent. I'm glad we were here to recap this episode, which I'm going to call, uh, let's call it Refashions Theft. <laughs> that is an anagram of Sins of the Father. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you were working on that the whole time. No, I just plugged it into the anagram server, and that was one of the ones that looked the best. I also liked a frothiness heft. <laughs> That was also that, yeah. <laughs> or a heft, give it seven, give it seven more years, and that's what we'll get. Froth, also an option. There are a lot. Yeah. There are you know sixteen thousand, Uh nice. So yeah, I went with that one because it was towards the top of the list. All right, but that was this week. Next week we will be back to talk about uh, episode twelve, which is entitled "Emerald Archer." Somehow, cannot believe that they haven't used that title yet. Yeah, they must have been saving it. I yeah, I guess it's so. too obvious. I mean, that's you know, there's some good titles coming up in the back half of the season. We got Emerald Archer. We've got Star City Slayer. Uh, we've got Ooh, a yeah. we've, we've got a TBA for episode 14. So, which is always interesting because they uh, Thomas they, Baines Anderson. That's right. That's right. Uh, it, when they withhold episodes, oftentimes because there are spoilers in the titles. Sometimes I don't know. Uh, and then we've yeah. got Training Day and Star City 2040. Uh, training day watch it just be training day (laughs) we just aired we're airing training day instead (laughs) no flash forward this episode yes i was thinking that myself which which was good we had some flashbacks to or earth two backs that's right to that that wonderful scarf she was wearing it was it was a delight yeah true i I love that they keep the uh the the earth two aesthetic uh it felt very apropos right right uh all right well we will be back next week to talk about episode 12 thank you all for reading along and thank you especially to my co-hosts john moltz thanks for being here uh i gotta go get this bomb out of my head hi <laughs> english always a pleasure <laughs> uh, i gotta go make sure moltz can't get that bomb out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> and some days you just can't get rid of a bomb in your head <laughs> yo boom <laughs> uh thank you all out there for reading along we'll be back next week <laughs>